from the PSIA ASI Mobile Studios in Nederland, Colorado. You're listening to First Chair, and I'll tell you, one of the favorite things of this job is, uh, I can't even call it a job, I get to meet some of the most amazing people, and uh, I've been sitting here with Tony Bullings uh, here on Sunday morning, we've been chatting for 40 minutes, and uh, I just can't get enough talking with you, Um, and uh, it's the I&I Caribbean Cafe, and I walk past here every day. And on the weekends, I see you here early in the morning. You are working so hard to prepare. I come back by later, and your cafe is packed. And then I come back later in the evening, and you're here still working. (laughs) But Tony here from Jamaica, I I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us this morning. Thank you. Um, um, I've been living in Netherlands. not really in Netherlands, but been conducting business in Netherlands for maybe over 17, 18 years. Um, originally from Jamaica, live on Sugarloaf uh, Road in uh, called Coughlin Meadows. Um, upon um, choosing what we do here as a uh, as a cafe, is um, giving people uh, a chance to experience an authentic feeling coming from not just um, Africa, but coming from a place called the Caribbean, which the the Caribbean means, in our language, means carry us beyond. And it gives people an inspiration to uh, want to... uh, experience what it's like to eat things that full of flavor full of energy having someone who are prepared for you who share their love and their um, charisma for um, preparation food preparation and flavors uh, the most the most important thing in, in what I do is the people because they bring something to me that I can't buy at the grocery <laughs> store. And so I have to earn that in a very nice way, giving them a chance to come and visit me, see my, um, my time and space and and what the love for food can be. Going back to uh, preparation and everything else, I actually grew up in Jamaica on a coffee farm. I still operate my, my uh, coffee farm. My parents are no longer alive, but it's very important that I carry on what my parents started because me and my brothers, we worked and homeschooled through on, this, on the farm, on the coffee farm, to send my, sis, my eight sisters through college because our government um, seems to be hesitant to um, uh, provide uh, loans and scholarships to um, to the natives. So 
we um, we decided, my parents decided that my girls will not become second-class citizens in the country that they were born. So my father says, we and mother, we are going to work on this coffee farm and produce as much product to send my sisters to college. And for me, Tony Bullins, that's probably one of the most amazing journeys in my life because every day I can, uh, not every day, but most of the time I can look back and say, I'm so glad that I was able, and me and my other brothers were able to um, give that lending hand to assure my sisters that they would have a good education and they won't be treated like second-class citizens and they were able to go on with their lives in a very nice way. Now, you have got an incredible life story. I wish we had more than 20 minutes to chat here. now, here at the I&I, I, I'd love to, for you to give us a little bit of a background on the, the title of your cafe, the name. Uh, but you go up and ski twice a week. Yes. Uh, you love winter sports. And what I've noticed, and again, talking with you, you've really reinforced what I was observing, is that you provide a guest experience when people come to, to you. And uh, what I loved... You just said because you get so much back from your guests, and that's part of our teaching cycle. Um, the students don't just learn from us; we learn from them. So, what do you get from the I and I? For again, the the wonderful, amazing people that I encounter with the guest that comes here that I encounter with that uh, gives me um, that sense of you are doing something that's really unique, that's really uh, flavorful, that giving us a chance to to feel humble again. Uh, Just like I was on the ski hill and I wanted to learn how to turn my skis and how to move my waistline, I see my guest comes to my cafe and create this ambience that they has no fear. They has they has a really warm feeling about being here. And it didn't just it didn't just start with just the food. It started with the actual customers and or the, or the guests who comes here and set my energy just perfectly right because I have been preparing with my energy to meet their energy. And so it's all done in a very nice way and that to me is the most important part of the INI Caribbean Cafe because the, the, those guests that come here every day, they are the one that gives me 50% of my opportunity of what I do. 50% is the, is the, the uh, organization skill and getting the, the food preparation, but the 50%, other 50% is the guest that comes here and support the whole idea. 
Do you find people are surprised they come up to almost 9,000 feet elevation and find an incredible island experience? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's not much, not too much uh, different than, um, when it comes to uh, the mountain from where I come from because I'm, I'm originally from the mountains of Jamaica. And the only difference is I'm able to ski <laughs> and, uh, and I'm able to uh, see snow. And in Jamaica, I experience hurricane instead of snow. So those are that's the big difference. But could you surf instead of ski? Ah, <laughs> well, I like skiing better than surfing. <laughs> Once I learn how to ski, there's nothing else, nothing that could stop me. There is nothing. I remember the first time I I went. I actually went. My wife took me on the ski here and and started all these moves with me. She was so so amazing that she actually stood on the steep of the hill and tried to hold me from falling for one hour, like literally pushing up back the hill to keep me from my scariness of my first time. But once I felt my, she was, she was such a good, confident, wonderful, amazing skier that I learned so much. So when, once I, once I learned, she taught me how to turn and, and first how to get on the chairlift. <laughs> the next day and the next week and the next month, I couldn't wait to get on the hill on my own. <laughs> and so the whole movement of um, learning how to, to ski also reminded me of the first time that I pick up some, some food in Jamaica. My father was a, was a, was a uh, farmer, and the first day time at about 10 years of age that I was going to cook my first meal for my parents while they were not at home. And the ski thing felt like it for my first time because I was able to explore the unexplored simply because I wanted to learn and I wanted to be good at what I do. But the first time, I, I felt like things came back to me because I've, I'm just thinking how my mother does this, how my mother cooked this, how my mother cooked this. And then once I, I tr started for that first time in learning how to cook this meal, I, I, it, it refers right back to my mother. So it would be like, when I get on the ski hill, I refer back to my, my wonderful, beautiful wife who gave me that opportunity to want to get out there another day and another week and another month to want to learn how to ski. And that's the same way it happened with the food. Because once I made something, I want to see what the next thing I was going to make that was going to be better than the first one that I made. 
I love how you're always striving to get better. That's kind of my motto. <laughs> Every day, I mean, you just can't settle for where we are. And I believe that um, a learning experience starts with the person or that individual who gives you all that amazing composure. Uh, my mother gave me um, that nice composure in, by me watching her and learning from her how to cook and how to make the, prepare these wonderful dishes. Same way with going on the slope. You, um, you get a sense of how, how um, wonderful that person who is that instructor who is going to give you that moment for you to cherish, for you to, um, to see how you can improve and how you can go from one level to the next level in, in short times because you are in, you're eager to learn because your, your trainer or your instructor or your chef is going to put you in that position to make you just blossom. What do you feel you really get from your guests throughout the day? You were saying this is 50% preparation and wow, do you prepare. Um, but you are so busy when the guests are here. What do you feel you get from them? Um... They always um, have amazing stories. And, so you really get to know your guests. Oh, yes. I'm, and I am the kind of uh, chef who likes one table at a time. And the reason why I like one table at a time in serving, I never want to make volume be the, um, the center point of what I do. I want to be consistent. I want to, when someone comes and they've had it 10 years ago, I want them to feel that they, they have that same flavor 10 years later, simply because they give you that real, real good chance to give you that taste that you're gonna wanna distribute to them. And people do come back 10 years from, I mean, seeing you 10 years ago. And do you remember them? Oh, some. <laughs> um, what, I, what I try to, um, I am a, I'm a person that doesn't, I'm really good with faces. And once they come up, and they, even if they are 20 years older, I know them. They... The, the one situation that always been, because I think of all the recipes and all the ingredients and all that stuff, so I simply forget people's names sometimes, you know, and it's, it's a kind of a normal um, fashion for in the, in the kind of, that kind of business, because just being able to know people's faces, to me, is very rich. And I... I emphasize on uh, wanted to to know most of the time when people ask me when they come up here um, where can I go hiking what's Eldora ski here like uh, but 
lot of people who I that that doesn't know my long residence don't know that I actually live up here. <laughs> they think I just conduct a business up here. As a matter of fact, one time I had a guy at the gas station ask me, "Are you lost?" <laughs> and guess what I did? I smiled and I said, "No, I actually." have some really back, big time back country that I could get you lost <laughs> if you don't know the back country. And um, yeah, and just, um, I get a lot of, how long have you lived in uh, Colorado? Or how long have you lived in Netherlands? Um, how does, where can I eat? Uh, the next time I come up here and of course my Caribbean cafe but people like to explore it different places and uh, because uh, just like you go on a ski hill you want to go see how Winter Park is you want to go see how uh, Breckenridge is so um, a lot of times people are what do you think about that Mexican place over there what do you think about the, the cross cut pizza what do you think about saltos where is the best place to have a good cup of coffee and I have a good feeling that you give them a very honest answer all the time that is, that's my number one accomplishment to give them the real answer so that they will not be misled in any shape or form and and Every time you tell people or anyone the right thing, it, it moves them and it motivates them and it gives them an opportunity to take a look at that story or to take a look at that thing and, and knowing that what Tony told me is exactly what happens. And that to me is super, super important because they, that there is a time where um, you could go places like you walk into a gas station and and you uh, you have a lost direction and you and but that gas station owner or gas station attendant might not have the time or even ready to tell you where that place is even if they know they just don't have that time because they're under a certain level of their jobs at the INA cafe or wherever you you um, Wherever I'm, I associate myself with people, I give them the, the, um, the straight directions without dead ends. And so they know that's what they're going to expect. Tony, as we wrap up, I'd really like for you just to address when someone new comes into your cafe, how do you make that initial connection with them? First, I want to tell them, if you don't like spicy food, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> so you're honest. <laughs> and um, they say, a lot of people will say, how spicy is it? Um, well, I, you, there's a really a, a tough job in trying to break down spicy. Because it's either you like spicy or spicy doesn't agree with you but what n normally happens I would give them the opportunity about the flavors that goes with the spicy so you're you're kind of like in a in a department of a Creole style um, atmosphere where 
you taste that little bit, yeah, a little spicy, but the flavor is really overtaking the spicy. And a lot of times, they uh, they will wind up um, trying it and liking it simply because it's not just the f- the spicy and the flavors is the way that I present it. And they feel they feel very, very confident and feel very secure about wanting to sit down and try this meal. Tony, it's been great talking with you. I feel incredibly guilty because I've held you up from your preparation today. But thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. And um, the love for food, the love for skiing, the love for just about anything that outdoors, that's what I feel. Tony Bullings joining us on First Chair from the PSI ASI Mobile Studios up in Netherland, Colorado. I'm George Thomas.